Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Money FM 89.3. Ryan, have you thought about funeral businesses? Well, sometimes, as you imagine. <laughs> but, of course, it's a very niche business. And it's not something everyone um, thinks about every day. But on the topic of sustainability, I think everyone is trying to jump on this bandwagon. Now, we have a local pet cremation business that's going that way too. It's called the Green Mortician. Mm-hmm. So you might be wondering, how do you actually become more sustainable on this front? So this is a pet cremation business. Mm-hmm. So you might, might be wondering, you know, what do you do with your pets after they pass on? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you cremate them and this is like how you cremate uh, most people using heat and fire. Mm-hmm. But here, they are coming up with something different. They're using water instead of fire for the cremation process itself. And it's called aquamation, the process, which mimics the natural decomposition process of a body when it's exposed to soil. Yep, so this actually uses about 90% less energy than fire cremation. And also, it doesn't release those harmful greenhouse gas emissions that you imagine. So for a better explanation of all this, we have Young Lu, co-founder of The Green Mortician with us this morning. Very good morning to you, Young Lu. Good morning. Morning, everyone. Okay, we hear that you were formerly a renewable energy consultant. So what gave you the idea of setting up this business, this eco-friendly pet cremation business? I think the whole idea that interests me is the circular economy and the zero waste that you can come about, you know, when you you start a business or anything like that. Uh, But more importantly, actually, this this whole idea actually came about because uh, we didn't really like the whole idea how funerals sometimes are very depressing and um, in a way we, we try to remove all the little pain points uh, in, in that through our process uh, products or even the place itself yeah Young Lu let's uh, take it back home. do you have any pets is this what you know, spurred you to think further yeah yeah I think I had my own experience as well losing a pet right uh, it was a difficult time a lot of things in a way the whole cremation process didn't help with that either uh, because I'm, I'm quite visual you know, was it a cat uh, so or a dog? I, I imagine or? and think about the process. It was a dog. Yeah, I can imagine it can be quite painful losing your pet because sometimes they are you know, quite close to you and become part of your family. So let's talk about the process, this um, aquamation yeah. process. So it involves using heated water and alkaline chemicals. Typically, you find this in cosmetics, cosmetics. or soaps. Mm-hmm. How does this actually work, Yangdu? I think in layman terms, how it works is similar to... Uh, the reductive process of decomposition. Many factors come into play. Uh, heat, moisture, and also alkalinity. Uh, so, you know, in, in, in a controlled environment, we're able to uh, get that done within a day instead of years. So heat, alkali, and uh, flowing water. Help us to visualize also, the process. Um, what are we looking at? Are we putting it in a box? How big is the box? Where does it go? Mm-hmm. So, so it's a stainless steel vessel that holds the pets inside, heat is added, water is added, alkali is added. And then the, to our advantage, we use flow of water as well. So okay. that's all is inside the system. And in terms of time, what are we looking at? Uh, within a day. Within a day, we actually uh, reduce the body to just bone remains. So similar to decomposition, um, what's left at the end is actually fertile soil. For mm-hmm. us, it's actually fertile liquid. So yeah, it, it is quite similar to decomposition. 
So talk us through the, the process and help us understand how is all of that more sustainable than other forms of cremation? Uh, we use up 90% less energy. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there are no harmful emissions that come out. Uh, when you talk about flame-based cremations, there's a lot of energy that's used. Um, there's a study done. It's, it's similar to use it, you know, going for a road trip, an 800-kilometer road trip per, per cremation done. Uh, so unlike that, we, we don't use that much energy and also there's not much emissions that come out from the process. All right. Well, in conversation with Yang Lu, he's the co-founder of a business called the green mortician. Now, it does make sense, Yang Lu, that you know, this is greener and it helps the environment. So how is the take-up right now? And, and of course, as a business, how are you running it? Yeah, I think, I think the peop- uh, people have been receiving it very well. More so towards two things, right? Sustainability and how they can leave the world a better place and also the psychological aspect. Not many people, like I mentioned, like myself, can deal with the idea of a fire. Uh, the association of fire being, you know, led to pain, uh, flames, heat. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very difficult process to, to, to picture in your, your mind when, when the time happens, right? Yeah, let's uh, dive into the numbers. So as a business, what does it involve you, you know, setting up the business with the equipment? How much does it cost? And of course, per um, cremation, aquamation, how much would it cost versus the usual way? Uh, definitely the equipment would, would cost more than uh, that of a flame-based uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in terms of uh, costing to consumers as well, we try to make it uh, as accessible as possible. But we're looking at the uh, long, long road, the, the, the journey ahead. Uh, we're not, we're not, you know, trying to go through the short-term gains and everything like that. It's more important for us to also get the kind of uh, accessibility and data to try to push this forward for humans as well. So you mentioned equipment. What kind of technology are we talking about? Yeah, so the whole system is actually designed and built by an engineer uh, based in US. Uh, so that, that equipment itself that does all the processing from the bodies to get, the, to get the, the people, the bones and the ash remains, that's the equipment that we're talking about that costs about 200000 mm. USD. So as a business, how do you scale up on the front? Is it just a matter of getting more boxes and then filling up more liquid or do you have um, some challenges scaling up? I think the, there's no challenges in that sense uh, in terms of, uh, although we run the process once a day, uh, it's a 24-hour process, uh, we try to eco-consciously try to have as many pets inside as and when possible. Yeah, we are able to, to cremate quite a number of pets. How much are we looking at when it comes to aquamation? So aquamation is anywhere within the range of 500 to 900, uh, depending on the size of the pet, of course. Has this eco-friendly option been popular so far? How has it been received? I think people people are glad that they actually have an option now because we've been limited to, to flame-based cremations. Uh, the community is very happy to, to have an added option to choose from. Of course, it depends on the families and, and their opinions behind this and what's best for, for them and their pet as well. But ultimately, now at least we have an extra option for them. Yeah, as a business, I'm wondering as well, you know, this is so new, it's a new concept, there's a bit of a learning curve and education and awareness as well. How do you ramp up the business? How do you reach out to new business leads? What are you doing on that front? Are you advertising on Facebook, etc.? Uh, no, not so much. I think it's more of uh, we, we hold introductions and, and, and tours into our facility where we actually bring people around to actually uh, further explain the whole process. Uh, I think this in-person approach is quite good because people can see how genuine we are as well and you know how, how the process is like. And this is in Jurong? Yeah, this is in Jurong. 
clearly it's still in you know, early days here, but what's your assessment of whether aquamation can eventually be, you know, extended to humans here in Singapore in the future? And if so, what kind of time frame could we be looking at? Um, I say it took us three years to get to where we are today. We, we don't really quite know. It's, it's, it's something very new. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a hard question to answer. When, when will it be extended to humans? I say ultimately it's dependent on the community and uh, the people in Singapore and their voice as well. It's very important for, for this to be pushed forward. Uh, when it comes to whether it's viable as an alternative in Singapore, I think it's far superior, uh, in my opinion, far superior than fire-based uh, cremations. Uh, because of that huge significant savings in energy and how we are limited to, you know, lim- it's land scarce in Singapore and we're limited uh, burial spaces that we have here. So, yeah, I think this will be a future alternative. All right, we're being chairing Yang Lu. He is the co-founder of the Green Mortician, which specializes in water cremation of your pets who have passed on instead of the fire cremation approach. So that's a very interesting business to get into. Yang Lu, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Yang Lu. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.